Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. We are continuing our conversation today on the changes for 2023 by the U.S. Department of Energy, better known as DOE changes for 2023. And we're welcoming back Chris Hoskier, who we had a great discussion with yesterday on the commercial end of things. Chris, first, welcome back. Thanks, Matt. It's nice to be back. This is, you know, this is good stuff. It affects everything we're going to be seeing in the near future. That's right. Today we are talking residential changes, as we said yesterday at the end of our commercial discussion. And Chris is back again. You heard all the information yesterday. Chris knows this stuff like the back of his hand. There are fewer changes to the residential side of things, but still some really important things, as Chris said. This is going to be affecting our day-to-day from the SG Tour side of things, and especially you, the dealer out there who's listening and going to be buying and installing this equipment. Chris, I think the first thing we can do is kind of touch on really what I think the biggest change is going to be, and that's a change in the SEER ratings for cooling systems here in New England. Absolutely, Matt. We're going to see a change of basically one point. We've currently run with a minimum SEER of 13. That's going to change in 23 to 14 SEER. It's been that way in the southern tier states for some time, but they're everyone's getting upped in this new process and we're going to move from 13 to 14. A lot of you out there listening, I know that 13 SEERs can be very popular. That is the minimum SEER rating moving, right? So it's not like you can say, oh, no big deal. Like I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep buying 13s and it won't matter. They're not going to be producing them anymore. So the minimum SEER is moving to 14 SEER units. That is going to be a big change for a lot of folks out there. And it's something to keep an eye on if you do a lot of work with 13 seer equipment. Absolutely. You know, with this change coming, it's much like commercial, as we discussed yesterday. All manufacturers are not going to be allowed to produce 13 seer equipment after January 1, 2023. And also, as we covered yesterday, any inventory on hand is allowed to be sold and installed until the inventory is depleted. So it's not like they're going to red flag it and you can't install it. But keep in mind, production will end. You're going to have to start to upsell to the 14 seer sooner rather than later. That's right. And again, we've said this kind of the whole way through this. Any questions you have on this stuff, you can talk to your TMs. You can talk to inside sales. You can talk to Chris. These changes are are big, but I don't think that they're life-changing, right? Going from selling a 13 seer to a 14 seer, just small little tweaks in your selling system might be able to get you there. And again, talk to your TM. They'll be able to help you out. Chris, kind of staying in the world of SEER and ratings, there are new testing conditions and new metrics that are going to be out there in order to kind of better gauge the ratings that are on these condensers and heat pumps and other pieces of equipment. Can you just touch on that real quick? Currently, they use SEER, EAR, I-E-E-R, HSPF. They're all changing to what they're going to call SEER 2, EAR 2, HSPF 2. And it revolves around an increased method of testing. They test everything at 0.1 inches of water column right now. They're moving that to 0.5 inches of water column to reflect a more real-life scenario with these units. They're trying to get real-world testing in the lab so they can get true performance of that unit in best-case real-world scenarios. And again, that that benefits everyone. Getting real-life testing in a lab is going to benefit everyone. It's going to benefit the homeowner because they're going to get kind of a more accurate representation of the equipment they're getting. It's going to benefit you, the HVAC dealer, because you can give that more real-life outlook of what this equipment is going to do and how it's going to perform. 
for your end user. It's going to just lead to more happy people. You don't need to get too far into it. Like Chris said, the, the testing level just went up a little bit. You can get a popsicle headache going through some of these things. We let the engineers down at uh, down train technologies handle that and let us know exactly what we need to communicate out to the homeowner. And, and you're going to get that, whether it be here on Taurus talk or through some emails or anything like that. So, you know, we don't want to go crazy and give ourselves a popsicle headache, but the, the metrics are changing and the testing form is why they're changing. Basically what happens is the department of energy reviews uh, unit efficiencies about every six years. They take a look at where they're at, where they'd like to go and how to get more efficiency out of a unit. They do this for a number of reasons, you know, with fuel burning equipment, they try to make it more efficient so that we're not using quite so much fossil fuel for stuff that's consuming electricity they're trying to get the most performance out of any given amount of electricity put into it. They're constantly trying to improve the efficiencies so that the overall usage of these units has a less and less impact on the environment and better performance for the customer. Better performance is the name of the game. We want to put more efficient, better working equipment in there. Chris, there's some changes too, and I know everyone out there right now knows that heat pumps are the hottest item in the game by far. There are some changes to the ratings that need to be done on split system heat pumps. Can you touch on those a little bit? Sure. The uh, The air source heat pumps that are you know, our split system that we are all familiar with, they're going from an 8.2 HSPF to an 8.8. You know, not a gigantic increase, but in the overall performance of the unit, significant enough, they've, they've mandated the change. And for those of you listening, we talked about how there's a change in Seer to Seer 2, HSPF to HSPF 2. Again, we don't want to give you a popsicle headache, but when you look at how these ratings are, Chris nailed it. It's going to go from 8.2 to 8.8 HSPF. Once these new ratings and new metrics come out, it's going to be a 7.5 HSPF 2, which is equivalent to the 8.8 HSPF. It's just kind of tightening up the whole system and giving you a more realistic look at the exact performance of it. So... Just something to keep an eye on. Again, we'll have a lot more discussions on that when it becomes more relevant. But just know that for heat pumps, 8.2 now going to 8.8 come January 1, 2023. That's right, Matt. And along the way here, when we're talking about some of these new standards, you could get the true popsicle headache with this because lots of literature you'll see out there right now will have the current HSPF and HSPF2 ratings with the SEER and the SEER2 ratings. And they don't. At first blush, if you read them, it doesn't seem to make sense. Don't read too much into it. Just understand that by today's standards, you're going from 8.2 to 8.8, and you're going from 13 to 14. Chris, another product that obviously up here in New England, we're going to talk a lot about is furnaces. There's some changes going on in the minimum requirements for furnaces. This is a big one for the folks listening. Right. This affects the 80% furnace, the non-condensing market mostly. They're making the minimum standard 81% up from 80. As we all know, and we're faced with this quite often in New England, we're putting a sometimes in a installation of two furnaces in a house. One's installed in the attic serving the second floor. We run into the problem with the condensing furnace in a freezing environment doesn't work out too well. So although they've raised the efficiency, we are still allowed to pr- install a non-condensing furnace in cold spaces so that we don't have to deal with the condensate management problem. 
there's going to be a lot more information on this specific end of it that comes out as we go through the year, and we'll bring that to you here on Taurus Talk. But we want to at least start the conversation with you, let you know that it's going to that 81%. Now, Chris, all these changes on the residential side of things, and, and we said it's going to lead to kind of increased efficiencies, better metrics in terms of true measurements of what's going into a home, and a lower carbon footprint. What sort of benefits can a dealer communicate to the homeowner when they're trying to sell this new stuff? Again, we're just trying to prepare people for some changes you're going to have to make, small tweaks here and there to your selling system. What benefits are they going to be able to communicate to the homeowner when it comes to all these new standards? Well, one of the things, of course, will be you're more environmentally friendly. It's sort of the same pitch a lot of folks had when we went from R22 to R410. It was a better refrigerant for the environment. A lot of homeowners felt good about that. But when it comes to efficiency, you can approach the homeowner and let them know that what you're installing, what you're proposing to install, is at a higher standard than it was just simply a year ago. And that as things move forward, their purchase will be more efficient for them to own and operate. It'll be less of an impact on the environment. And overall, it's just a good process to keep thinking efficiency improvement as time goes forward. It's all about comfort and value. So you're going to get these units, the newer units run more efficiently in a steady state than they did before. So as you're using the machine, it's creating a comfort level in your home and doing it or using less energy than it would have a year ago. Now we know this is a lot of information taken over a two-day span. If you're doing both commercial and residential, there's a lot coming down the line here as we head towards 2023, but that's why we're here. That's why we're doing these podcasts. And again, your territory managers, inside sales, the guys at the branches, Chris and his team, they're all getting brought up to date and are already up to date on a lot of this information. So if you have any questions, reach out to them. They'll get you the answers. If they don't have the answer, we have folks that we can get in touch with that will be able to get you the answer. We want to thank Chris again for coming on two days in a row here and discussing the DOE changes as we head towards 2023. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, catch all of our podcasts right on our website or app. I want to thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week.